0: What is up, everyone? This is the Clifton Miles Show. I am Clifton Miles, and today I am joined by a good buddy of mine named uh, Jake Diesfeld. And uh, Jake Diesfeld and I have been friends for a long, 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 long time, uh, almost 15 years And um, he's our special guest today. So uh, go ahead and subscribe uh, to the channel. Uh, Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, all of the above, at Clifton Miles, And keep checking in on these podcasts. We enjoy all the feedback that we've been getting. And uh, Jake, how are you?
1: I'm doing good, man. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic. Well, thank you for for being here today. And uh, we're going to have a good time. We're going to talk about uh, you. We're going to talk about... All of your accomplishments, your your new car, and uh, yeah. Those are <laughs> and, uh all topics, yes.
1: that I can get into. Heck yeah!
0: So, um, I guess to to start it off, um, you know, I, I don't. It's it's always funny to me, like introducing people that I've known for so long who are awesome because I don't really talk about how awesome they are to them. But um, Jake Diesfeld um, is a regional uh, manager. Uh, for a multi-trillion dollar <laughs> barbecue franchise here in San Antonio called Bill Miller's. And um, uh, everyone in San Antonio knows who Bill Miller's is, and we're going to talk about them a little bit later too just because it's really interesting what they've done. But um, uh, but Jake is in charge of managing several uh, locations. He's one of a, of a handful of people that has his position, and there's only a very small handful of people that are actually above him in the food chain. Um, you know, he, he might disagree, but <laughs> when you look at it, there really isn't that many people above him before he, next thing you know, he's going to own the company. So, um, with all that being said, um, can you tell us a little bit about your, your position with, uh, with the company and kind of what it entails and what you do?
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, being an area manager, I'm in charge of the overseeing of the locations and the overseeing of the management to make sure they're doing their job tra- properly, <laughs> To plain and simple, take care of the customers, to uh, just take care of business, make sure, you know, policies, procedures are being followed and uh, make sure the customers are satisfied because that's any business. That's what it's all about is, you know, getting the repeat business, whether you're, you know, recording in a studio and you want repeat customers or you want somebody to come back for a poor boy. Yeah, it's all the same. It's all the same.
0: So I, I'm I'm actually really excited to talk about Bill Miller's, you know, <laughs> and, and how they run their business and how you particular um, operate within within their framework. Um, but um, before we get into that, I just want to ask: How did you get started with the? I know how you got started, but I want you to talk about it. How you got started with the company, and 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 basically um, how you've worked your way up. Okay. Well, I started. Uh, funny story
1: is I never really applied for Bill Miller's. <laughs> Um, in high school, uh, nine is 1997. Uh, I was in high school. My buddy Jeff, uh, he had worked, got, got a summer job. He was working there. Uh, football season was over, and I wanted to make some money. So, hey, come work with Bill Miller's. Honestly, I had never stepped inside of a Bill Miller's in my life before I went in there, and uh, he actually turned my application in for me. <laughs> So uh <laughs> so I walked in yeah, technically and, apply. Well what's funny is you know I just got a phone call one day, you know, and next to my house phone who has one of those. Right. And uh Hey, this is you know, Tracy Burson with Bill Millers, we'd like to set you up for an interview. I was like, Okay. Like I didn't turn in the application, so I had no idea. But I went to the interview and you know, I uh they hired me. I was sixteen year old kid, you know scared to death to make anybody mad i was just there to do my job mm-hmm. and uh yeah 19 years later i'm still uh, still making <laughs> still, poor boys yeah that's awesome yeah um, so are but you... i mean it's 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 not like i mean i i, I worked my tail off no yeah. you know i uh you know i was going to school uh, i was in college they asked me to be a staff leader just an hourly mm-hmm. management position you know i've been there for a couple years. Um. And, I, you know, I enjoyed what I did, you know, just uh, learning, growing. I was going, taking classes, and I couldn't afford to go to the next semester. I was actually just doing community college here in town. And um, I don't know why I didn't want to do loans. Everybody I know talks about loans, loans, loans. That was probably
0: the best thing you could have yeah, done. Yeah, I didn't
1: either. want to do loans. So I said, you know what, I couldn't afford to go back to the next semester. So I'm going to take, uh, you know, a semester off. So right like when I told my boss, my area manager at the time, he's like, all right, Jake, you wanna move up? You wanna move up? And then in my mind I was like, okay, you know, I can make more money and I can save faster. And then, you know, at the time I was 18, 19, maybe, I think I was 18. And you know, when you're young and you start to get money, you start to spend money that you really don't have mm-hmm. instead of saving it. And that's never a good thing. So um, college got kind of put on the back burner, um, but it actually been benefiting me in the long run because I was able to develop with the company, right? And grow. I learned of, uh, from some great managers, and uh, after that, I was an assistant manager. In fact, where I met Cliff, uh, this kid was a, a youngling, you know, making making fried chicken and cooking fries for me. Bussing tables. Bussing tables, Mm -hmm. you know, making him sweat, making him work for a living. That's right. And, uh, yeah. So and just things, you
0: know, just kept getting promoted. That's awesome. And and just to touch on that for a second, so people kind of know the the backstory of that. Uh, the reason Jake and I know each other is because, uh, my first job was at Bill Miller's. Now I grew up unlike, unlike Jake, I would never had Bill Miller's. I grew up eating at Bill Miller's, you know, we did, it was, it was inexpensive. You know, we were, you know, not a, you know, we were a relatively low income family and, and they've always, Bill Miller's has always done a great job taking care of uh, families like that as far as their pricing is concerned, um, you know, feeding families for very little. And um, we, we would go there all the time and um, I loved it. So um, I actually worked with um, uh, a gentleman named uh, Michael uh, uh, Neugebauer Um, and, uh, he, we had chemistry class together and, um, I was, you know, had just turned 16, like, like, or I had, I was about to turn 16 and my dad was like going to get me a car. And he said, um, you know, I, I work at Bill Miller's, you should come apply. I think they are looking for people. And so I walked in and, you know, I think I had like hair down on my shoulders, (laughs) you know, like all this stuff, but. They, they gave me they gave me a chance and they, and they hired me and so um like a day after I turned 16 I had my first job and and was going there and, and you know a lot of a lot of the the values and like things that um I still carry with me today came from the the strict um almost um um unruly structure that oh come on now. <laughs> Bill Millers had it was it's I mean Bill Millers is known as having absolutely absolutely insane i mean not insane it's very uh, very we standards. St- strict yeah, st- standards that they um unapologetically uphold day in and day out you know right. and and even if you happen to find that one manager that's like eh, you know what we're just going to kind of bend this corner a little bit chances are he's not going to be with the company that long and you're going to end up with someone who is doing the stuff the right way that's kind of what i learned real quick yeah And so, um, anyways, not to, not to continue on about us, but yeah, um, one of the things I, I, that I really loved about Jake is that he really could get on me about something and I still like him and not resent him because when he was cool with me, it was cool. Like we were, we joked around, we had fun. He'd give you a pat on the back or whatever. Um, and, but when he was serious and he was getting upset you respected him and you did not take it you know i mean i might have been i might have got pissed off or something occasionally but i didn't hold i wasn't like you know oh hell with this guy you know right and that's a that's a really delicate aspect of leadership that most people don't get i mean and people in your position especially in the corporate world you know if someone's telling you something or kind of cracking down on you especially in you know, it's it's dinner rush and there's no green beans and you know you're you're right. you know I need be- green beans up now you know and you're and <laughs> and you're like kind of like hey man were you not paying attention or you know what's going on you know I didn't I didn't ever hate you or or dislike you I just understood like okay I upset him because I wasn't paying attention and I needed to get on that sure. it made me want to be better at what I did to to you know earn your respect and and that's fantastic so with all that being said what do you attribute that to that 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 characteristic because it's very rare that people are just born with that. Like sure. you must have had an example or a model.
1: Well, honestly, in in my I guess uh, situation, it's you learn from what you see, both good and bad. You know, I learned from having bad management, having people that, like you said, you know, they tell you to do something and you're like, "Kiss off." You know what I mean? Like yeah. the way they approach it. It's honestly, it's being a boss. <laughs> versus being a leader. Mm -hmm. Just plain and simple. You know, anybody can say, hey, do this, do this, do this, do this. You know, but you need to explain why you're doing it. Right. This is why we do it this way. You know, and then hold them accountable. If you're doing it, hey, I personally showed you this is why, this is why we need to do it this way. And you know, hey, instead of saying, wait, what are you doing? Get over there. You know, that does nothing. That does nothing for and there there are in In my business, in my company, in in every business, there's always that one, you know, guy that, you know, his uncle's nephew got him hired and, you know, he's lazy and somehow he got promoted because of a, you know, a name or something. And, you know, and and it happens in in all manners of business. Yeah. And uh, you've got to realize that nobody wants to work for that guy. Nobody wants to work for me. I had a I had a boss named uh, Rick Nassis. I don't know if you remember Mr. Nassis at all. I remember the name. Yes. Um, he looked at me and I one day and I think I was getting on somebody. It was when I was at Thousand Oaks location and uh, I was just I was in a bad mood. Everything's going wrong, you know, maybe he probably had three or four people call in. And I was just in a bad mood and and he looked me in the eye and said, "Don't be an asshole." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." He goes, "No." Nobody will work for an asshole. So you need to be stern, you need to be a leader, you need to be strict. But don't be an asshole. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to work for an asshole and I mean that really stuck with me. Um you know, I've I've had throughout the years, you know, if uh hey, you know, I had somebody call in, I any one of my employees I can call in, "Hey, I need you for a couple hours." And 90% of the time they'd be like, "I'll be right there." Yeah. And at the same time I had an assistant manager, "Man, whenever Whenever I call them, you know they—they're like, no, they have something to do. They never kind of say, well, you—you you don't treat them right. Yeah, you know, and it's—it's it's about how you treat your people.
0: One of the, you know, and I know that you—I've told you this before, but it's—it's it's almost like you know, Jake and I really love the Spurs, so we like to talk Spurs a lot. It's really like goes down to like that cold, cold coach Pop thing, you know, yeah. like like you—you kind of have to, not kind of, you absolutely have to sincerely be friendly to your staff and 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 or your your colleagues or whatever venture you're in to the point that they understand that your friendliness is sincere and that you even on a work level like them yeah absolutely some degree um that doesn't mean you're hanging out and partying with them or anything like that absolutely but, but you do have to be sincere in your appreciation for that person in order for them to really feel that because I've seen like pseudo leaders, you know, like they, they try to do this stuff, but it just kind of comes off a little hokey. Like you can feel it, you know, like you're saying that cause someone told you to say that or taught you to say that, but you're not actually really like interested in how I'm feeling or doing, you know what I mean? No, absolutely. And, um, so I, yeah, that's, that's, you've just, you've, you have a strong, really, really super strong grasp on that and, and you've excelled at that. Uh, tremendously and I and I appreciate the fact that you modeled that you know for me at a super young age Um, one of the things that um, you mentioned before that I wanted to touch on is that you while whilst you were you know debating whether or not to go back to college and you were saving that your 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 store manager offered you a position um, uh, to move up mm-hmm. he approached you and said right. are you ready to move up sure one of the things I've noticed um, you know about myself and as being like a uh, I guess an entrepreneur in spirit and you know is that I've sh- struggled tremendously with promotions in the corporate world you know as far as like people looking at me in the corporate world and saying you're doing a fantastic job and we'd like to offer you, you know, a situation that's different than what you have. Now, being that that's been the case for me, I've always attributed it to the fact that I'm just not great in a show up at this time, leave at this time, like structured situation. Yeah, you're definitely, uh, you're
1: good at your, you know, the, like you said, the entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah, you excel in that.
0: I I appreciate you saying that but uh, so it's almost like a hindrance uh, in no, the No I can world. I can definitely so see that. What what was it about what you were doing because although like the corporate world has never been for me um and because of that I guess I'm I'd be, I'd be curious like if for some reason you know I was thrusted into a situation later mm-hmm. on down the road like how would somebody correct that or how would how how would somebody how does somebody become someone that is approached for positions rather than someone that's, like, begging for them?
1: The the difference, though, is I don't – I guess I'm concerned because I don't, I don't see you – like you shouldn't want to do that. No, 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 no. You know yeah, what I mean. No. Okay, you're you're just saying. In I'm general. just saying in general. I'm like, man, yeah, yeah. Cliff, you're so good at what you do, and <laughs> no, you know no, no, no. all your different stuff. I'm like,
0: oh, God, I'm so- no, no, yeah, no, no, no misunderstanding there. Like okay. I, don't, I don't necessarily even have a desire for that, but what I have I? I have a desire to know how the mechanic works. The, the, the thing about it is, is do your job.
1: You know, there are very there are a lot of people who pass the buck, who pass the blame, Expe- uh, accept responsibility. Number one, if you screw up. Own up. You know, the last thing, me personally, I don't want to hear an excuse. And there's a difference between me asking, hey, why did this happen? And you explaining it to me. Or you going off and on about how this guy didn't do his job. And You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if you're currently in a leadership position and you want to keep advancing, Mm -hmm. you're in charge. You know, you've got to be able to see. You have to be aware of what's going on, what she's doing, what she's doing. And then, you know, doing the job right, having confidence in yourself. Um, I'm going to be honest. When you were young, you weren't confident. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, not at all. You, you you know, 2016, whole different guy than I knew in, you know, 2002. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know it's age and maturity and all that. But, you know, somebody like you, I would promote in a heartbeat. Uh, you know what I mean? But 16-year-old Cliff – you know, yeah. no confidence, no... Why don't you and it describe, takes
0: describe 16-year-old Cliff? 16-year-old those that don't, year old that don't Cliff, 16-year-old man. Cliff.
1: The hair was wild. The hair was uh, <laughs> down to uh, past his shoulders, I think. And uh, oh, He's in a band. Uh, it was... Hold on, hold on. I found the CD. You did, I sent yeah. you a picture of it. Uh, well, I'm no, not going to remind you if you Nothing over. Forever. <laughs> and he made it very clear to me that it's spelled period, nothing, mm-hmm. forever period, one word with a period at either end. And he never really explained to me why it was necessary to have the periods but he made it very clear to me that those periods are essential. (laughs) Those periods are a necessity. No, but I mean, you were just it was so great because Cliff was a great worker but man, he was scared to death of me. I was. It was like I would say Cliff, yes sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Oh, good, good. Like that shirt, sir. Looking good. <laughs>
0: we <laughs> had was, a good. That was the catchphrase. We right? did. That we we
1: we had a good relationship. You know, I'd get on him. I'd say, you know, hey man, you're a little bit behind. Let's go. What's going on? All right, I got it. I got it. That shirt looks good on you, sir. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. And but it's good to have that relationship with your employees, yeah. where you know, even though they understand they understand the job, mm-hmm. you know. But at the same time, man, you get some bad employees, and a bad employee can,
0: I mean, if I can tell you, I mean, had you not ever, had you not been promoted and 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 left our store, I probably would have stuck around a lot longer because, you know, we had, and I don't, I'm not going to bash anyone or name any names or anything, but we had some people come in, you know, after you left and. Um, you know, it, it it wasn't the culture changed. Yeah, you no, know for sure. I mean, absolutely it absolutely changed. And it was still we we're still doing the same thing, you know, and, and, but it didn't feel the same. You know, there wasn't a fulfillment of like, you know, Jake's got our back, you know, like we're gonna we're gonna have a good time doing this. Yeah. It's not, you know, I had a good I actually liked working at Bill Miller's a lot, you know, it, as much as people and, and then that it throws people off because they're like, Oh my god, I hear these crazy stories and this and <laughs> that. You know, there's things you have to accept. You of know, course. Like you can't eat pie if you're about to throw it away. You know, you can't, you know, because there's fresh pie there that just gets... Well, we should way. be, they should be giving it away.
1: They should To be. the customers to build business. Oh. That's the whole point. So because we give it to the customers at the end of the night so they can try a product that maybe they haven't tried. Next time they come in, they order apple pie.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, See, They weren't doing that back, back in it, the day. You no, know, well, they were supposed to be. <laughs> you know <laughs> they were dumping you, in the yeah, trash and the bus boy was eating oh, it oh sure. i'm sure i'm <laughs> sure i'm sure which is as gross as that sounds
0: yeah. yeah so we've we've talked a lot about me and you and how we've got to know each other and kind of how you came up in the company and what you've done with the company um and 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 what you and, and just basically your accomplishments uh, thus far um, for those that aren't familiar with with uh, Bill Miller's and and their and their company, I want to I want to talk about them for a little bit, just okay. if you're okay with that, um, just because I feel that they've done something that no one I can name off the top of my head has done, which is build uh, a gargantuan business right with no advertising and don't take this the wrong way because Booma is my favorite place. You know that but the, it's not the best barbecue in the world by any means. Like the product is good, but it's, it's convenience. It's so what would you, what has, I mean, but there's no advertising. I mean the, the staff's friend, I mean, we can name the good things. We can name the stuff that's different. And, yeah. and for me in particular, it's the lack of advertising. Um, um, they're changing that with like the social media stuff. They're doing a lot of that, which is cool. But, how has Bill Miller's gone from a mom and pop thing to this massive, massive thing? I mean, it and it didn't happen overnight, but they got they're huge. And, oh, absolutely! And they don't operate in a traditional manner. So, can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. I mean, their business model is phenomenal.
1: You know, and if you start with, you know, we don't, uh, Bill Miller doesn't pay anybody rent. You know, they don't. If they're going to build a new location. They buy the property. They pay off the building. We go into it 100% debt-free. Mm-hmm. Whereas most, you know, if you're looking at a mom-and-pop restaurant who's trying to get started, you know, the first two years, they're paying off the building. They're paying off the equipment. They're be- mm-hmm. And that's why most places, mom-and-pop places, end up failing. Right. And because there there's so much debt. Bill Miller's doesn't do that. You know, we, we own all the land. Nobody, you know, in fact, people pay us rent, you know, Um and we just, uh, I mean, our business plan. They were, Bill Miller and, and the Miller sons were. I mean, they're just smart guys, you know. They uh, they realized early on in San Antonio. Uh, you know, San Antonio is definitely a town that loves their food. Mm-hmm. You know, they they knew if they gave a consistent product, quality food, fast, it, it was going to spread. And and they relied so much on word of mouth in the early years. That it's reaped us benefits, absolutely. To where we've never, we've never had to advertise. You know, you walk into, uh, you know, the the location on two eighty one and Bitters at, you know, Friday at you know twelve fifteen in the afternoon, and there's a line to the door.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like that at you know ninety nine percent of the locations at ten fifteen, you know twelve fifteen. Yeah, um, customers know that they're going to be get the same consistent product. Um, And, and for the, I mean, you know, mistakes happen. I'm not going to lie. You know, nobody's perfect, but for the most part, things are the same. Right. Um, and we established that early enough on in the business. I mean, Bill Miller has been in San Antonio for over 50 years now. And, uh, you know, we kept it in the family. There's no franchising. It's all owned by the Miller family. So it makes everything cohesive, you know, everything work together. This store I mean, in theory, you know, I'm sure there's always one or two, but should be exactly the same run, same food quality, same consistently right. service, you know. that's, And in that, it's it was easy, you know. I remember being like a 16-year-old kid and having the director operations at my store, and we are just talking, and somebody, one of them coworkers, was like, why doesn't Bill Millers have commercials? And I looked at him, and I was like, we don't need them. I mean, it's yeah. honestly at this point – it's a waste of money for us. We don't need the advertising, and especially with social media now, Facebook, Twitter, you know, Instagram, we can, you know, free of charge, post pictures, post specials. Right. You know, and it everybody, doesn't cost them anything. It
0: doesn't cost a cent. Yeah. So here's a question, and this is just something that came to my mind because it's, it's important to note. Why does a company like HEB advertise when they have almost a similar situation to Bill Miller's in different realms? I mean, is that that something that they've talked about? Like, As far as, like, do you think that they could grow exponentially if they did some advertising? I think, in
1: fact, uh, I have a a good friend of mine that's uh, in the management program in HEB, another phenomenal company, and uh, they're going to be spreading to Dallas. They're going to be opening up six stores in the Dallas market in in the next couple years. HEB's concept is phenomenal. I love it. You know, the same family-run. Mm-hmm. You know we're gonna do things. You know the Texas way, the right way. You know Texas
0: way is the right way.
1: Oh, did I say that? You did. I did. But you meant it, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> and most things, yes. yes. Especially uh, for black and black and silver bath. No. Just <laughs> Why are you gonna say that? I'm just. Gonna I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Chicago Bears fan. I know. And uh, it's yeah, nice it's and not that. not looking too good. But enough about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, we're bad. Okay. Um, but H-E-B, um, H-E-B, they use their advertising. Supermarkets rely on, you know, there's still so many people that look for the coupons in the mail. That mm. What are you running this? You know, what is, and, and that's, if you notice a lot of their advertising, other than those phenomenal Spurs commercials.
0: Which are classic. Which are
1: the best thing on TV, other than the Ice Cube Guy Kill commercial. Have you seen it? The wood, the Ice Cube Geico commercial. No, <laughs> I know I'm completely sidetracked, but it's the best commercial. Like I, I get that little giggle every time I watch it, because it's a little kid at a lemonade stand, and it'll, oh uh, and a guy walks up and goes, "Is that iced tea?" He goes, and the little kid's like, "No, I'm selling lemonade." And another guy walks up and he goes, "Is that iced tea?" It's like, "No, I'm selling lemonade." And then the camera pans, and like iced teas just sitting in a lawn chair behind them, like <laughs> it's it's lemonade, and it's just it's brilliant advertising. And I I literally just I giggle every time I see it on all. TV. But um, going back to HEB, um, you know, there are so many restaurants to choose from. I don't I don't think having a uh, a commercial would really. I mean. Honestly, Bill Miller's, we we change our specials every week, but, I mean, sometimes we change them in the middle of the week. It'd be hard to run a advertising campaign, well, what's on special this week? Oh, yeah. You know, because a lot of ours is based on, you know, what we run on specials based on, you know, the price we're getting something in. You know, we may have uh, the, the fried chicken on special, which everybody loves when we put the chicken on special. because we're getting it at a cheaper price. Oh, okay. Which, you know, people tend to not really think about that aspect of it. Yeah, no clue. Um, But like HEB, you know, a lot of their advertising is, you know, it's going to be a green chili month Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, and that's kind of what they're – one of their seasonal items or whatever they're promoting. And then at the same time, you know, you have HEB, you know, direct competitor with Walmart who's always on TV, right? Mm -hmm. A big national company like Walmart, you do have to compete with that. Yeah. You know, because they're going to – they have the funds, the money to – just ram it down your throat on on advertising. So H E B does have to compete with that, but really, I mean, that's really only H E B's.
0: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna vouch for uh uh I'm I'm gonna vie rather for like an endorsement from Bill Miller's when I say this, but Bill Miller's has like dominated its competition as far as like any other chains that have wanted to come into town. Where right, like we had a um, uh, a Dickies that popped up over here, and. It's not like worlds different, mm-hmm. but the it feels different when you're in there. You know what I mean? Well, like the okay. F- Bill Miller's is better. I'll, I'll say. Here, that, here's but. the deal with Bill Miller's.
1: Okay, this is this is the number one complaint I get. It's it's a compliment slash complaint. They'll say, "I love your breakfast tacos. It's so good. They are so good, but they're expensive. They are." This is true. You know, when you compare it to mom and pop da you know, who, who charge, you know, 99 cents or whatever. $1. Yeah. You got to understand, we are producing food for, you know, 75 locations. You know, we get to distribute it. But at the same time, we have a higher quality ingredient. Uh, nothing's frozen. There's not a freezer in any location in, in the city. You know, mm-hmm. everything is fresh every day. And you're paying for the convenience. You know, you can go through the drive-thru. You can, you know, take, you know, three minutes out of your day, go through the drive-thru, get two tacos on your way. Where, you know, a mom and pop taco place, you go in, you place your order, you wait. Or you call in your order, or you know what I mean? And yeah, it's great. You know, they're good products, you know, don't get me wrong. But you also know what you're getting. Yeah. You know, I've gone to I've gone to the same, you know, mom and pop taco place, you know, around like where I've lived before and you know, you can go get a carne asada one day and it's phenomenal. And the next day it's like, well, am I eating horse meat? Like, this is yeah. disgusting. It's, it's you're, paying for, you're
0: paying for consistent, quality, and speed of service. Yeah. and I agree 100%. And I'll tell you this. One thing that I, I've, I've recognized right off the bat that Bill Miller's has done um, as, far as, as far as making a superior product is they took something as like, my, I mean, it's not minor if you live in San Antonio. It's it's absolutely major. It's a major difference, and it's that hot sauce, that salsa. <laughs> like, the salsa, okay, me and my friend, um, shout out to Lee Eubanks. We we are Bill Miller nuts. I mean, f- fanatics. And we have agreed that the Bill Miller bean and cheese taco is spectacular, but it's not any more spectacular than, you know, mom and pop bean and cheese. It's better than Taco Cabana. but um, That's not hard. <laughs> it's not, but Bill Miller's bean and cheese taco is really good. But mm-hmm. you know, even up to standards of the mom and pop taco, it is, which are supposed to be the best in the world. But what makes Bill Miller's bean and cheese taco the best? The goat bean and cheese taco. <laughs> we talked about the goat on a previous podcast. That means greatest of all time. The goat bean and cheese is that salsa. Yeah, and it's spectacular. That salsa tastes like my mother in law, my mother in law salsa, and cheese from Mexico. And it's just it's it's bizarre. So they so they did something to set themselves apart. Sure. I feel to warrant asking that much for the taco.
1: Well, and at the same time, you know, we do you know, you're talking about how people complain about how Bill Miller's uh, I don't know, slave drivers or whatever. You know, you <laughs> I didn't say. use those words. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm just saying those words have been said before. Um, <laughs> no, but sound we, a little guilty we, we uh we do expect more from our employees. But we provide, we, you know what I mean? Most locations around town, if not 99% of them, are at about $10 an hour. You know, minimum wage is 7 dollars um, You know, we provide full benefits, whether it's health insurance, dental insurance, uh, paid vacations, 401k retirement plan. Everything is available to all of our employees. You know, so we have that standard, that reputation. That's why we hold them to a... a, a you know, a greater accountability so we can take better care of the customers. But we Absolutely. do pay them. We take care of them. And that's hey, essential. Amazing. That's essential to uh, running any type of business where you have uh, employees that you need to take care of is you take care of your your good employees. You know, somebody's been for you 20 years, you know, given their, you know, their blood, sweat and tears. I mean, take care of them, you know, reward them, praise them, show them you appreciate them. You know, monetarily, give them the raises. They deserve it. They're the
0: lifeblood of any business. I I always really respected that about the company. And and, and even this location over here on the corner for me, I mean, they're paying 12 bucks an hour. I know some people that have degrees that aren't making 12 Mm bucks an hour. You know, so it's fantastic. Um, So, to change gears a little bit, um, we have been doing a a recurring segment on the show um, that I call Burning Desire. Okay. Sounds kind of naughty now that I think about it, right? A little bit. Uh, I don't know what kind of podcast (laughs) this is. So no, I'm going to explain to you what Burning Desire is. It's a Burning Desire for those that this is the first time um, uh, listening to the podcast. It is, it's a time, it's basically a feeling that's in the gut of your stomach that says, I need to do whatever I need to do, laser focused to accomplish my goals. Mm -hmm. Um, Burning Desire looks like my house is on fire and I need to get my dog, my family out of this house, house alive. But otherwise they're going to, they're going to go down with it. And you yeah. know, you, you have the laser focused intensity to make that goal happen. And so in, in time, you know, in people's lives in their day to day lives, we talking about when, when we are getting out of your, your car earlier, um, people write down goals. Sure. Um, and, and. They accomplish them and you can reward yourself after you accomplish your goals. And um, But other people don't write down goals. They don't know what they want out of life and so they wander they wander and I call like I said in the first podcast they kind of are I feel I compare it to wandering around a dark room sure they're going to bump into a wall they might find a way out and the lights on and but usually they walk into another dark room and and the only way to avoid a situation like that is to have a written a written goal list of things that you are actively working towards in your life and when you wake up doing things on a daily basis consistently to make them happen mm-hmm. and so I want you to talk a little bit about um you know burning desires that pertains to your life um and and that can be a particular situation um uh, maybe maybe it's it's you're a store manager for for 10 years and you really want to work up and you know work up into a different position mm-hmm. and uh, if that was something that was a goal of yours or whatever a goal that you have had in your life that that you have woken up and worked towards what what was that goal and what did you do to achieve it? And what were some of the, the stumbling points along the way that you thought about maybe giving up? Well, I can tell you right now, um, I, I loved my job.
1: You know, this is, I mean, I've had other jobs, but I've always worked at Bill Miller since I was 16. And um, I was a store manager from 2004 up into uh, May of last year. So 11 years and it was probably I loved my job. I was totally content. Did not really have a desire. Like I was happy. And then I started seeing people that I knew underneath me get promoted, like people who hadn't been around as long as me. And it was at that moment where I was like, you know what? Let's change. This is what I want. That's if if thing. I'm if I'm sticking with, you know, at this point, obviously, you know, eight years later, I'm not kind of school. I'm I'm good. I'm making good money. I don't need to go back to school right right. right, right. Now this is my focus. I want to get promoted. You know, Um, I'm, I'm having, I'm working for people that I feel like I know more than they do. Exactly. And it's like, come on. So, you know, yeah. And it's, I, I love that you say, you know, writing down your goals. One thing I do every year in January is I have my management team, every single one of them. They have written goals. I have them in my car. Um, uh, Excuse me. Sorry about that. It's all good. Um, It's the life of the boss. I'm telling you. Uh, Written goals. I make them sit down. You know, what do you want? What do you want to do? This is, you know, this is what I want. This is what I want. I don't tell them what, you know, I just say, hey, write down your goals. Okay. Whether it's work, home life, you know, you want to buy a new car, run a marathon, whatever. Okay. And then I'd say, hey, turn them in by Friday or whatever. Okay. And the following week, one by one, I'd pull them out and say, all right, how are we going to do it? How can I help you get here? How can I help you be the, you know, the the number one breakfast store in the company? How can I help you lower your costs, okay? And then then you game plan it. And then, you know, just like, you know, you talk about look at your goals, repeat them. You know, once a week, twice a week. Glue it to your mirror in the bathroom. Whatever you need to do so you see it and you know this is what I want. And, it, it, and if you do that, you always have it on your mind. It's going to happen because mm-hmm. you're, you're going to be constantly working towards that. You know, I got to the point where I was like, just come on, somebody come see that I'm doing a good job because, I <laughs> mean, I got put out in new Braunfels and just out of the way, out of sight, out of mind, I was like, man, I'm going to be forgot about out here. But then, I, but then I got promoted. That was
0: your last destination before
1: the promised land, That the was my last land, right? before
0: the promised land, yeah. <laughs> I had to go fix a problem. But, yeah. So... What what were some of the struggles along the way that well you, once you decided that like you know you reached that like you just said you got even bumped out to a further well store no no, no that's I mean it? that
1: was for real
0: that that was a a
1: big like kick in the shorts because I was at a a, a good volume store we were doing great business I was well staffed my crew you know were good we'd work together and then um, in the exact words of my boss, at the time, who who no longer works for the company, uh, he goes, Jake, I need somebody out there who I don't have to babysit. Can you do that for me? And he's like, this is the next step to getting promoted. And um, come to find out, that guy was kind of shady. He was just <laughs> – basically, he moved me out there to fix the other guy's problem and Man. because the store had only been open for three months. And uh, just it needed some – some some changes, turnover and employees. It just needed, I don't know, you know, the manager who was there. It's not. I'm not saying anything bad about him, um, but it needed. I got handed something that needed a lot of work, mm-hmm. and he had my store that was well established. And, and y'all and y'all
0: switched. Yeah, we flip flopped. Yeah, that's so, rough, man. <laughs> yeah. So, so you, I was I was very bitter. He's gonna get rewarded for your work and you're over there fixing a the problem. I was just very
1: bitter. Yeah. I'm not I it it left a sour taste in my mouth because I was thinking, gosh, man, I'm working so hard. But and then I was like, you know what though? If it does get fixed, you look like a genius. Exactly. And you know, and then it just be hey, can't change it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, this is where I'm at. I'm gonna make it good. And we did. And I had got a great crew. We got people in there. We got them motivated,
0: and uh, yeah, got promoted. So at any point, and this is important to note because I I, I already know what you're going to say, but I wanna I want to articulate it. Um, when they told you that they wanted you to move out there, did you, you know, for lack of better words, like bitch and moan about it, or did Absolutely you? Absolutely not. Yeah, I I knew that you were going to say that, and I think that's important to note because a lot of times. You know, my wife's a perfect example of this as well. Like, she was a front receptionist at the Toyota store. Just a, that's a $8 an hour job, mm-hmm. you know, walking in. And, you know, seven years later, she's running a department making, you know, m- more than what some teachers make. And and she loves it. And yeah. she's she's got a team of people that she manages. And she's always had a, you know, grind it out. Like, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to ask... You know, and even the, even like an issue I had it was like, you know, whoa, sorry. <laughs> sorry.
1: When that happens in yeah. your headphones and you're not ready for it, <laughs> that is intense. We
0: had some outro music playing. I guess that's a, a sign that we need to get wrapping up pretty soon. But, mm-hmm. um, Man. um <laughs> that Ooh. was funny. Um, So I'll probably edit that out. (laughs) Well, then this
1: conversation right now, is going to be really awkward.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because you said that, I'm not going to edit it. Okay. All right. Very good. So, um, what I was saying is that she, she, she never asked for praise Mm -hmm. and she never complained when things were not good. And, um, you know, for me, it's just me. I naturally love when people praise me and, you know, people I'm working with and stuff like that. And so, would you say, just to kind of put a cap on the whole on the whole uh, scenario, and, and just offer some advice to people? Would you say that the person that um, is not complaining when they are put in circumstances that they, um, you know, that they dislike, and doesn't ask for promotions and doesn't ask for raises, is more than likely to get those things than somebody who does a great job, but maybe kind of. You know, exactly. Absolutely. Makes it slightly known, or, or is constantly asking for absolutely. A
1: promotion. Um, you need to let your work speak for itself in that regard. You know what I mean. And uh, everybody is going to be put in a position that they don't like at one point or another. Mm-hmm. It's all part of the growing process. Whether you're working a, you know, an eight-hour of an hour job, or you know, corporate, or you know, running your own business, you're gonna you're gonna come into a bump. You're gonna come into a snag. It's how you accept that, and continue towards your goal. Is what's really going to define you, and and really set you apart. And once you're doing that and realizing it, and not, it's, I mean, it's awesome. It's it's having more of an optimistic outlook on everything. You know, you can dwell on the negative, but in the long run, all it's going to do is make you bitter. It's mm-hmm. going to make you resent your job. It's going to make you resent your life, and you're not going to be happy.
0: I I have a question here for you in particular. Because this is something I bumped into repeatedly in the corporate world mm-hmm. what and you just you'd mentioned it earlier um, when you're working for somebody whom you feel you're more capable than how how do you get past that to the point that you're that you you do your job as best as you can without necessarily pointing to maybe their superior and saying hey take a look at this or or without like, how do you maintain composure in that situation over, like, a long period of time where you're just like, man, this guy. In, in my,
1: you know, in, at least in my uh, experience, the fraud always gets found out. You know, it may take a year. It may take, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they always get, if somebody is carrying them. Like, I've had, uh, I've had store managers when I was an assistant manager that looked like they were doing phenomenal and then I left, and then I was like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it, I, it, I know you know. Yeah,
0: it eventually it eventually gets yeah, found out.
1: Yeah, it does. I mean, and then you, you can realize, oh, hey, you know, they're not doing their job, you know? And this person's – and it, it just – got to stay on your path.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Don't worry about somebody else's path. You need to focus on yours because if you focus on somebody else's path, you're going to get lost on yours. Wow. That's you know, huge. Y- y- seriously, yeah. you know, if you're walking down a road, and to the right is you know Cliff's goal, but to the left is mine, and I'm not walking, all of a sudden I'm worried about what you want, right? And I want myself to be successful and my family first and foremost. No offense to you, but I want my success. You right. know, no, that's, that's I understand. You know, take care of number no one. Hard feeling, yeah. <laughs> but and then, but at the same time, though, I want people to be with me on my journey. Mm-hmm. You know. I want, um, I want people I've developed and managed and taught what to do to, to go the same route and, and, uh, grow and develop
0: and get promotions and, you know, and, and make their life better. Wow. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's key. I mean, people, people, for those, I don't know if you're going to mention that we've done this to any of your associates, but for those that work with Jake, you guys are, are, are definitely in good hands and and uh, in a good spot uh, to work with somebody that actually recognizes your your talents and your abilities and is willing to coach you in a way that isn't um, um, you know he's not an asshole to use his words <laughs> um, <laughs> No I mean
1: I, so. I can be <laughs> but we still love but you you know th- what I mean But like, that's the thing you yeah. don't nobody wants to work for an asshole yeah, if exactly. you're if you're an asshole every day come on <laughs> Right
0: Yes I understand so <sighs> Do you have any any closing thoughts? We we talk about we talk about a variety of things. We've talked about business in general, as far as like your company goes and, right. and compared to others. We've talked about your story, um, you know, and how it relates to your journey. We've talked about what you've done, and uh, and and a variety of things along the way. Um, our show is also dedicated to um, you know debt freedom and things sure. like that. Um, and so... I might not be the one to talk about <laughs> debt freedom with what's out in your driveway. Yeah, right. right
1: now. <laughs> but at that same token, reward yourself. Yes. Like I was telling you earlier, if you have a goal, especially a major goal, mine was to mm-hmm. get promoted. Mm-hmm. And I had told myself I'm going to buy a new car when I get you promoted. that, man. And I waited a year and a half, and it's sitting out there, it's and I a, love
0: it. it. It should be noted, though, to, that... Jake makes an extraordinary income. Stop it. Extraordinary. Stop it. You don't and, know that. I, you don't know that. I do. It's speculation.
1: It's, it is not. I am wearing and, jeans and a T-shirt and, yeah, right now. Yeah.
0: Okay. don't know what brand of jeans are
1: These out. jeans were purchased at Target. Yes. I want to make that very clear.
0: But here's – no, I, I, I'm not saying that to, to, to blow smoke or toot your horn or anything like that. I'm saying that because you live below your means. Yes, absolutely. Uh, very much so. For a man that makes the kind of income that you make, you do not go out and buy lavish toys like that right. every month or sure. every even every year. You know no, what I mean? absolutely not. And, in fact, you probably could have bought that car five years ago, but you didn't. Right. And so can you touch on that a little bit? Well, no, absolutely. Um,
1: same guy, Mr. Nasus, I mentioned earlier. Mm. You know, when I was uh, – young, youngling manager with Mill Millers, you know, um, I, I complained to him not necessarily about living paycheck to paycheck, but you know, man, I wish I could have that. I wish I could have that. And he looked at me one day. He's like, do you need that? i was like, no. So why do you want that? And it was something, oh, it was something completely unnecessary. I don't even remember right now, but it really got me thinking like, Wow, I, I don't need that. And he goes, but look, if you want a hamburger tomorrow, can you go buy my, go buy a hamburger? Yeah, because a lot of people can't. You know, a lot of people have to. Uh, you know, and and I and I took that to heart in saying, you know what, I am lucky. You know, I I'm in a position where I you know I'm I'm comfortable. You know, I'm not at that time. You know, I wasn't like super successful, but you know, being a you know 19 year old kid and. Or you know, I bought my first house when I was 22, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And you know, you'd kind of take it for granted, but at the same time, you you know it can be taken away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the bigger thing for me is I want to make sure my son has a good life.
0: Yeah,
1: not that he's spoiled, but if he wants to play baseball, I can go buy him a new glove if he needs one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so if that means me not, you know, me buying my jeans at Target, I don't need. You know, to go spend $200 on a pair Target's of jeans. Target's got some good jeans, though. <sighs> like, Target's just good. Yeah. We don't really want to get started on Target, man. Shout out to Target. Shout dude. out let's, to Target get... and the knickknacks. <laughs> because who can't go to Target without buying a knickknack? Yeah, yeah. That is the knickknack place. Or a frame, if yeah. you will. <laughs> on the, oh, side, note why, do side you always, note.
0: why does everyone go to Target and leave with a, a frame? A frame. Yeah.
1: Side note, they have the best Oreos true story target what is it great great living or great value no 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 actual oreo brand they do i don't know if they're like the trial thing but in the past two years i've gotten fruit punch oreos which are phenomenal they're a vanilla wafer with like it's amazing watermelon oreos caramel apple oreos uh red velvet oreos uh blueberry pie oreos all at target shout out to the oreo section at target
0: You're taking the show to the next level. I'm telling you, and
1: and and when my wife listens to this, she's going to be rolling her eyes. (laughs) She's not a sweets person. She she doesn't do sweets. Yeah, and that's my downfall, because when they're in the house,
0: this guy eats them all. Yeah, this guy does. Uh, This guy. So that's why we like our Advocare products.
1: Advocare is the way. I'm telling you, wake up make my spark, bring my wife her spark, happy life. This is actually the first shout-out to spark on the Shout-out to spark.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, If you're going to do a double, level scoop of limeade spark, level scoop of fruit punch spark, not cherry. Many people will say cherry. No, it's too much. Fruit punch punch. and limeade mixed together is the (laughs)
0: best. It is the holy grail. It is the holy grail. It is the holy grail of sparkitude. Who's the best best, uh, spark uh, person to go to? Oh, if if okay, I have this guy named Dale. It, <laughs> oh no, okay. Uh, Clifton
1: Miles is the man for I, your Advocare. I got the, uh, the he Advocare will he book will out.
0: spark you up. If you want to spark it up, yeah. just find Cliffy. If you do like to get sparked, then, <laughs> then you know where to come. Uh, yeah, shout out to Advocare. Spark. Shout out to Advocare. com. I'm plugging myself right now. How about That's that? Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, a if you good want plug. some spark, yeah.
1: There you go. So I um, need a better. Uh, Endorser though Can
0: we get like Kyle Long Or,
1: or Alshon Jeffrey? Can we get up we there We just got um, I'm
0: just I just we don't, I don't know Cincinnati Bengals uh, And Andy Dalton We got him He's You got close. the Red Rocket The Red Rocket The Red NFL. Rocket is, That's not That's not a good thing Hey Rich Froning, he's a beast, CrossFit legend. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Really, really. Yeah. I, uh, hey, Cliff, put it on the poll. Um, does anybody know who that is? Rich Froning.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Really. Well, uh, that tells me that you don't CrossFit. Uh, yeah. is, I don't think you do. Either. I don't either. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I should.
1: I should as well. And, I should. Uh, we barely play basketball.
0: I know. Not.
1: Yeah. At, we need to get together and do that again. We're gonna, gonna
0: come out of retirement. That's a good time with the four five. I've just been depressed with. The whole Tim Duncan thing. We're not gonna get it we're not gonna get into that. Yeah. We'll, talk. we'll do that on the we on the sports podcast. This is already podcast. the longest podcast we've had. Really?
1: Mm-hmm. I, in, apparently
0: uh, I just uh I talk too much. No, that's a great thing. It's it's always good to have have too much information. Yeah. Uh, but any closing thoughts from you? Um we we you know we've covered a lot of stuff here. Um, you know, we've we've talked about everything. Uh, from your business and 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 what you've done and and we've recapped and closed with, um, um, you know, living uh, the importance of living below your means and, yeah, and for sure. not buying everything that you want. Um, but at the same time, you do have to, if you if you set that
1: goal, you you have to have. Hey, if I'm going to lose, you know, my goal is to lose, uh, you know, fifty pounds by the end in, in a year. You know, eating healthy and using supplements from Advocare, Um <laughs> Then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, uh, you know, and, you know, it doesn't have to be crazy. I'm going to go spend $400 on new clothes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Something that makes you, it's, it's a reward. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's what you need to be. Everybody's goals, I mean, it's what it is. It's a goal. There should be an end sight. Mm-hmm. Okay. But my closing thought is, you know, nobody wants to work for an asshole.
0: I like that. Nobody wants to work for an asshole. We're gonna put that in the uh in the in the tag well, can, can in we, the description. Can, can we just hashtag it? We can. Don't hashtag, don't be an no, asshole. No.
1: Yeah. hashtag no one wants to work for an asshole.
0: Hashtag no one wants to work for an asshole. One word. All right. Well, everyone uh, who listens to this, like the page on Facebook. It's Clifton Miles author slash entrepreneur. Follow me on Instagram at Clifton Miles. Um, Go visit Jake's locations. Are we allowed to plug your specific hey, locations?
1: Hey. If 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 it brings me business? Yes. You know,
0: 281
1: in Bitters, okay. I10 in Zavala, I10 in Hebner, Bandera and Gilbo, come say hi? Yes. Uh you uh if you tell me you uh, heard me on this podcast, I might uh I may may, may buy you a brownie or something. Dang. I don't
0: know. Look at that. Notice, right. I
1: noticed I said I wouldn't give it to you. I would buy it. I would. I'm gonna make that clear because I want the sales. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't give so, anything. Yeah, away. that's pretty cool. So you got a special I'm offer today. We have never had a giveaway. We never had a that, giveaway. Are we going to take a caller? Can we take a no. caller? <laughs>
0: Apparently, I, we tried to have we one. Had, My phone we, went you, off. You, you declined but, their call. Yeah, that was our one caller, Damn. but. Um, um, Yes, yeah, so visit one of his locations. That was 281 in Bitters, I-10, Dezavala, um, Hebner and... 10, Hebner and, Hebner and 10. Hebner and I-10, Hebner and, I-10 and, and Bandera and Gilbo. Bandera and Gilbo. And uh, are you still doing that promotional uh, salad? No, Ixnay on the Aladze. No,
1: Ixnay on the southwest west <laughs> Say No, but we do have new, new uh, Chipotle Ranch dressing. We are keeping the dressing. Hey, let's take a caller. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's <laughs> so well, my wife with the yeah, awful timing. <laughs>
0: So uh, go to one of uh, Jake's uh, locations and uh, uh, try out that new Chipotle Ranch and uh, tell it's him you're really heard him. good with
1: chicken strips. Like it, get that number four is. dip. Oh, money! <laughs>
0: try that. But a healthy
1: and you used to have care.
0: Let him know <laughs> that you uh, you heard him on this podcast right. and he'll he'll buy he will buy you a brownie. <laughs> so um, tell me so, if I'm there. Thank you so much. Yeah, it Doesn't apply if I'm yeah, not right in yeah, the Yeah, you location. can't go to the store and tell the manager yeah. Jake's going to hey, buy me a brownie and just hey, take Jake's it. buying
1: me a brownie yeah all right well a, bad things would happen
0: thank you everyone for listening to this podcast subscribe to us uh, so we're on itunes uh we're gonna probably end up branching out for those people that are weird and don't have iphones <laughs> whoa <laughs> no, I, <know>. I feel <laughs> like that
1: was a direct attack
0: <laughs> it's yeah. a
1: it's a seven it's a galaxy set it's the newest it's not the note it's not gonna blow up
0: <laughs> okay cool as it's long as you're, blow your life is, is in good shape but uh um, <laughs> Thank you, Jake. No, for thank being you for having here. me. This was a good it was, time. It is awesome, and hopefully, um,
1: we can get the uh, get a get a sports podcast going.
0: We will. I cannot. We uh, will. we are going to talk some spurs on another podcast that is not associated with this one. But <laughs> we'll, we'll go on for two hours about that. But for sure. uh, this is the Clifton Miles Show. Thank you guys for listening at Clifton Miles on Instagram on everywhere else, and uh, we will see you in two weeks. Take care. Bye bye.